is in the know for Wednesday, June 1, the 152nd day of 2022. There are 213 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Uh, we've got the uh, state tennis tournament going on in Lexington today. We're keeping track of that for you. Let you know how that turns out. And we have the return of the water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling in to my left, Rolling Moss 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. You uh, you seem to be enjoying the series of old-timey words that I'm trying to bring back to parlance. Yes. You liked uh, you liked Ninny Hammer last week. Yes. You thought that was one you could sneak by people. Mm-hmm. Uh, today I have one for you. It's called Snollygoster. 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 S N O L L Y G O S T E R. Snollygoster. It's uh, a dishonest, corrupt, and unprincipled person, especially a politician. Hmm. Do you know any Snollygosters? Probably. Well, I hope not. I immediately thought of a booger, though. I'm not sure why. <laughs> it does sound kind of gross like that, doesn't it? Absolutely. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to Grayson County Ag Agent, Miss Whitney Carmen. Good morning, Whitney. Good morning. Welcome back. Glad to be or, here. Or what did you call Nene? Nene. Nene. Mm-hmm. So you, you have, uh, what, nieces and nephews? And I have a niece. They have a niece that calls Actually, you Nene. I have Nini. three nieces, yes. That, does that include the new niece you're about no, to get? No, that'll be number so four. So you'll get number nice. four. Okay, yeah. you're on baby watch over there. Yes. Good to see you. Uh, you all been hanging out at the ballpark, any? <laughs> it's my life. <laughs> we were at T-Ball last night, and we were all trying to estimate when the last T-Ball game is. Yeah. Uh, have, you, have you counted ahead to when, yes, your, actually, you know when I, your last baseball game well, is? Well, if it doesn't rain, which we're calling for, it's hopefully the tournament's next for rec ball. Now, travel ball won't be over till July. I was going to say, oh, well, I mean, yeah. I, I did say last night. Um, they don't do T-ball all-stars, do they? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh, we have rec ball all-stars, and that's coming up mid-July. So yeah. actually, mid-July is when we'll be finished. Are you seeing less home runs uh, at the ballpark this this year? Yeah. Yeah. The reason yeah. I ask is, I know you all are a Major League Baseball family, too. Mm-hmm. I was reading this morning that Major League ba- Baseball homers per game are down more than 20% this year from last season. 30% from the all-time high in 2019, and they're saying that they're the players are saying they're monkeying with the ball they are. and trying to keep it in the ballpark more. Yeah, I think so. so. There was a little bit of talk about that. I had or last off season I think they were talking. But you like home runs though, right? Oh yeah, I, well, obviously. They seem Especially more fun. if they're your kid that do, does it. <laughs> well, I always heard that famous phrase too, chicks dig the long ball. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You'd be like, hey, we like we like home runs. I, so. Well, and I, it's even better if it's in the park because that means they're fast. But, you know, <laughs> That's true. That doesn't really gotta, always happen. Got to make quick work of it. Uh, yeah. There could be, I guess, depending upon where you are and when you are, there could be the chance of 
Uh, maybe some thunderstorms in the afternoon and into the evening today. Uh, the, at least there's about a 40% chance of that throughout the afternoon and the evening and then ending into tomorrow morning. So just be prepared to that. You can get some isolated downpours uh, pretty much any time this, this time of year. But we'll see a high regionally listed at 91. We'll probably scare uh, 90. We'll probably get to 88, 89 in our area. Thunderstorms tonight, a low of 68. There's an 80% chance of that. And then we'll see thunderstorms ending to the north early and then uh, moving to the south tomorrow and a high of 77. Friday still looking like picture-perfect day. Hey, Saturday doesn't look bad. Don't sleep on Saturday. But <laughs> if you've got, like, Friday, yeah, it's going to struggle. When you have that much sunshine mm-hmm. and you don't get into the 80s, it gives you a really good idea for just how pleasant it's going to be. I cannot wait. On Tuesday, so looking, I mean on Friday, so looking, looking forward to that. Seeing some additional news, uh, of course, now it's been over a week that we've been occupied with the school shooting tragedy in Uvalde, Texas, at Robb Elementary School. And, you know, it took about 24 to 36 hours until the the questions really started digging in earnest at how did this happen, were people doing what they were supposed to do, and they were law enforcement was being challenged on why they didn't go in sooner. And there's a probe looking into all those things, and I trust they will come up with the answer. One of the biggest themes over the last 24 hours says that an exterior door at Robb Elementary School did not lock when it was closed by a teacher shortly before a gunman used it to get inside and, um, and, and, and execute that tragedy. State police initially said a teacher had propped the door open shortly before 18-year-old Salvador Ramos entered the school in Texas on May 24th. They have now determined that the teacher, who has not been identified, propped the door open with a rock but then removed the rock and closed the door when she realized there was a shooter on campus. That's according to uh, someone with the Texas Department of Public Safety. They said the door was designed to lock when shut. Uh, The door that was designed to lock when shut did not lock. And the spokesperson said, we did verify she closed the door, but the door did not lock. We know that much now. And now investigators are looking into why it did not lock. So these are the types of things that we're going to needle down on, and unfortunately, they're not going to bring any of those people back. Uh, Maybe the answers to the questions can prevent further lives, uh, but we're going to get into the minutia of locking doors, doors didn't lock, etc. There are lots of whys involved here, but the most recent why for me is, why did the door get propped open? Yeah, yeah, I, I question that as well. We've all been in school buildings yeah. that aren't adequately either ventilated, cooled, heated. Maybe or were the air conditioning is and had isn't. been out, you know, in and out. I, Maybe I don't have. I also don't have a frame by frame accounting of this um, person. I don't know what he did. Did he go try other doors first? Did he know this door? had been opened what what made it how did he know this door wasn't locked if it was closed had right. he had he seen it open these are all questions that i that i well, have didn't, wasn't he around the premise for a while outside seems from, like i think he reports i've seen wrecked a vehicle nearby yeah. and then you know he said there was a truck that basically the wheels were off of it and then he got out on foot um i just chose not to watch i've i've purposefully tried to stay away that's my age group of kids and mm-hmm. i just cannot yeah. yep. but that's been... it does make you question mm-hmm. it, our, our school which i have never been in a situation i mean every school i've ever been into in this in this county and in mine 
they're all the protocols are there mm-hmm. you take the steps and i'm they they're like i'm sorry you got to do this and i'm like thank you it doesn't thank you bother me at all yeah yes, thank I you would my rather. babies are in there mm-hmm. you know so it and and that's what we've encouraged over the last week is that we don't need two heavy doses of this you need small doses and you need to mm-hmm. be able to move along but i i do think it's important to be informed Absolutely. i think it's important to be informed with the facts and then keep it kind of keep it tempered but it it has to be um a door is only as good as its lock mhm exactly you know and so will we get into this situation where we will we get to the point where the lock manufacturer is called into question. You know, will it like this yeah. is this is the litigious area, the uh, way in which our society operates, and so it does it does pose the question: What changes as a result of this yet this latest school involved shooting? Well, and you have to wonder too: Had it already been reported to maintenance, and maybe maintenance hadn't gotten around to? I mean, there's all kinds of questions that you can mm-hmm. ask when it comes to that. You you brought up something really important last week, though, when kind of talking about this was we 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 want to think of this school or this community in the prism in which we see our school, mm-hmm. but this is a rural school. Uh, you've got some rural schools in Breckenridge oh, County. Yeah. There are some more there. rural schools in 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 Grayson County. There are rural schools everywhere. There are rural schools in Edmondson County. I think about my hometown. And mm-hmm. so, the, it, where the resources maybe aren't aren't plentiful, um, and that's why you think, well, we live in a small. We should be able to prop the door open of the school. And well, yes. you would hope so. You would hope so, but you just never know. And that's the thing. I think that I think even even my friends and family that are teachers who had that same concept. No, it's we're going to follow directions, but you just never think that it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. And so that is a I think a just a very somber reminder that they, you know, we mm-hmm. that's the reason we practice these things and that's the reason we do the things that we do. Here in Kentucky, Morgan County Fiscal Court has made what I think most people would agree is a very bold move. After the Marshall County shooting a few years ago, mm-hmm. the state uh, legislature started passing some requirements on SROs and school safety, but it was an unfunded mandate. Mm-hmm. The the funding didn't come along to support what they basically said had to happen. Now that I think some of that has been remedied. I was going to say the, yeah. in the most recent state budget. Yes, but I I doubt you would run into any chief of any law enforcement agency that say, "Yep, we got everything we need. Mm-hmm. We got our schools protected the way we'd like, etc." But the Morgan County Fiscal Court recently approved a $480,000 payment to the school district. Fiscal courts in Kentucky do not normally supply school districts with money for law enforcement. And so you've got at least one. Morgan County is a rural county. Mm -hmm. Morgan County probably doesn't have just $480,000 sitting over here going, we don't know what to do with this. I guess we can, right? It's at least one organization that in the wake of this said, there's no price too much to protect our children because if it can happen in Uvalde, it can happen in Morgan County. And unfortunately, it can happen anywhere. Now, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen everywhere, and it's very unlikely that it will ever happen to you. Mm-hmm. But you never quite know. Well, and if you think about it, in our county, in our counties around us, I would say that the school districts are probably some of the biggest empl- employers. Plus, you know, that's where all your kids are going. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a good investment. I'm sure that's the way they thought about it. Uh, something I've always remembered to me, uh, and think of it in this way, and it and it happens in all small communities, is that I remember when Barry Anderson 
well, sat where you're sitting, Whitney, one day and said he was using it. He was he was citing the importance of the principal at Grayson County High School. And at that time, now Superintendent Doug Robinson was the principal. And he said that Monday through Friday from X time to X time, Doug Robinson is the mayor of the second largest city in Grayson County. Yes. Will you put all of those students on campus, all those staff members on campus? The population of that is bigger than Caneyville. It's bigger than Clarkson. Mm -hmm. It's not. And so when you think about it in those terms, it needs to be kind of considered a fortress. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's the direction that we are headed. But you don't, that romanticized idea of going to school and playgrounds and running free. And you'd like to think that that was possible for our kids. Well, I mean, even even just living outside, you know, even outside school, the things that we did as kids, I would not dare let my kids do these days. And, you know, that's just right. the differences mm-hmm. in, you know, Absolutely. the times. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was interesting out of Morgan County. Also, mm-hmm. it, there's a story at K105.com that outlines all those things. But one, the other thing that it outlines as well is that uh, it shows you since 1990 there have been seven gun-related incidents at Kentucky schools, mm-hmm. and it lists them all the way back to 1993 in Grayson at East Carter County High School. Not Grayson County, the yeah, city maybe. of Grayson. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I found that uh, kind of interesting. The latest COVID metrics are out. There are, and mostly good news, 7,140 new COVID cases reported last week. That compares to 81 and 8127 the previous week, so down nearly a thousand. The death rate over the previous week was good compared to the previous 37 in the last seven days. That was 79 previously, but the positivity rate on up to 11.21. So if you're uh, keeping track of that, then there's the latest information for you. If you travel the Western Kentucky Parkway between Litchfield and Elizabethtown, depending upon the hours of the day, you are about to be disrupted. Well, you've already been somewhat disrupted <laughs> because of one lane. There've been yeah. barrels up for weeks and That's all right though, as long as they're fixing s- it. Slowed it down. <laughs> they're making they're making moves to make it better. They did change lanes yesterday afternoon. They're on a new paved lane at least if you're headed westbound. Uh but the thing that's happening beginning tonight is that new Glendale Road, the Kentucky 222 that goes from 62 down to Glendale. There's not an interchange on the Western Kentucky Parkway there, but there is a bridge that carries all the traffic down to Glendale on 222. They are tearing out that bridge and building a new bridge, which they expect to unveil on August 1st. In order to meet that timeline, to remove a bridge and have a new bridge put up in 60 days, They're going to have to close that section of the parkway for about half the day, which happens to be the nighttime hours. Mm -hmm. So if you are headed to Elizabethtown in the late night hours, or if you're to and from maybe third shift coming back to Litchfield uh, or opposite, then you want to be aware of that, that there will be now be a detour uh, during the during the late night and early morning hours from White Mills to Ring Road. So it's about a nine-mile section where you have to get off at White Mills, go up 62. Then if you want to get back on the parkway, then you can go back, uh, you know, back out Ring Road to that new interchange there or off to Ring Road wherever you're headed in Elizabethtown. So just be prepared that uh, the transportation cabinet let us know. It's from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. And I would imagine that they can, if you give them you know, nine hours a day of uninterrupted, I bet yeah. they can they tear up Jack. Stuff done. I bet. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. doesn't 60 days sound ambitious? Yes, it does. Yeah. You yeah. know, so they expect to, they expect that new bridge to open mm-hmm. on August the 1st. So 
I'll be uh, anxious. Now, that doesn't mean any of us will be able to afford to drive on it by the time it reopens on <laughs> I'm August. I'm glad I got gas when I did uh, yesterday. On, on August 1st, <laughs> uh, I am seeing new information from some members of the Louisville media community that there was a mm-hmm. at least a 40% jump. Uh, that's 10% in uh, one day in Louisville. Now, I saw it myself. You did see mm-hmm. it for your, for your own bad self? I did. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, normally those things are ahead of us here locally because our supply turns over slower. So I don't know when to expect that change here locally. Over but. the weekend, though, where I was at, it was higher. It was already like 449, and it was still like 409 around here. So I don't know if it's just catching up or what. But I cashed in some rewards <laughs> last week. And pumped it for two ninety four, and I think I did a little dance. Yeah, I was like, Whoa, look at me go! I'm and you're doing to like the absolute max, right? <laughs> like you're pulling the uh, nozzle out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. trying to get all of it in there. I was like, do I have a milk jug in the vehicle here somewhere? And I pumped this out. Well, I would I like to know how much uh, fuel was used over the weekend for you know boating, and boating, and, and all mm-hmm. of that too, because I know they were filling them cans up at the gas station. Recreational over the vehicles. Yeah, I just said there was a lot of, and we do this anyway in our like trips. Yeah. We go from the marina straight to wherever we're going to tie up and then repeat that process at the end of the day. And that's it. No extra. Yeah. We do cruise some. A little bit. uh, Typically right before we go in. Not at $4.50 a a gallon. Less cruising this this year so far. Kentucky will be receiving $40 million in federal funding for opioid and mental health. Kentucky's opioid response program will get $35.9 million dollars in a grant to combat addiction and support recovery statewide, while the state will receive an additional $3.4 million for behavioral health services for victims of last December's storms and tornadoes, where 80 people lost their lives. Uh, Reminds me, I hope, he's not obliged to in any way, but I think the story about recovery that Noah Thompson, who, you know, Mm -hmm. just won American Idol, um, Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago, I guess just a little over a week ago now, the 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 uh, the story that he has the ability to tell if he chooses to, to help drive home, and show people that you have a recovery opportunity, mm-hmm. and if you're if you're still living and walking among us, you have a recovery opportunity that maybe some of this forty million dollars can help encourage you to do, and when you look at somebody like Noah Thompson who can go from wherever he was in life. To being the American Idol, I think, is a great testament to the opportunities that are afforded us if we make the right decisions to mm-hmm. seek that help. So, anyway, be excited to see how that uh, how that happens. There are nine new judgeships available uh, in 2020 after the new legislation passed by the legislature. When they redistricted and did all that, they created nine new uh, seats on the judicial bench. The one that pertains to us is Circuit Judge 8th Judicial Circuit Division 5. They basically, I think, added another division. That's Edmondson and Warren County related. So if either of you are interested in that judgeship. I think I'm good. One, you probably have to move. (laughs) Yeah. My guess is. And uh, Jacob Toppin, the Kentucky forward, announced that uh, he is – um, he is coming out of the NBA draft. They had until last night at midnight, I think, to make their decision. Toppin will return to the University of Kentucky. Shaden Sharp will forever be a punchline. 
to the University of Kentucky. He stayed in the draft, which was not a surprise, surprise. to anyone. <laughs> I did. I, I have loved all the tweets and the memes and the here's the shade and sharp highlight package from his time at UK, and was basically just like hand, the handing the ball to someone else. You know, like yeah, yeah. so. It's, yeah. Uh, Owen Brown, I do not have an update uh, from this morning's match. I would imagine one will get passed along to me once we are able to uh, procure it. But uh, Owen Brown advanced to the uh, final 16 in the state high school tennis tournament in Lexington. He has the a chance, uh, chance to get to the quarterfinals. Uh, this morning he started about 8-15 against North Oldham's Eli Wood. Uh Eli Wood is the third seed in the tournament, so it would be it would definitely be an upset for Owen. But I am confident that um, he he can do it. Getting past that first day of the tournament is important. He advanced relatively easily through his first two rounds, so um, we um, Owen still underway. That's good. So Owen's still underway in in Lexington, and then our uh, the the doubles pair of Griffin Powell and Chase Richardson. Um, their season came to an end yesterday. They fell to a duo from McCracken County in their second round match. So they got into the yesterday's afternoon match, but uh, were unable to advance from there. So tennis still tennis still going on. So we'll uh, pass along the updates for you as soon as we get them today. Got to get to a break. Got plenty on the way. We're starting a new month. What holidays are we observing this month? We'll tell you about that. Plus, later on in the show, we've got the water cooler question. Your chance to win tickets to a theme park of your choice coming up here on In the Know. Today is Dare Day. It is also Barefoot Day today. More specifically, Go Barefoot Day. It is Say Something Nice Day today. But... (laughs) Weirdly, it's also Oscar the Grouch Day. <laughs> Don't those two things cancel one and out? They do. But Just go on about your merry way. You can be grouchy about it, but say something nice, I guess. I guess. Just kind of do it in a grouchy way. You can say something way. nice in a grouchy tone. Yeah. All right. That's fine. I like that. I, and do, I do that sometimes. Also, mm-hmm. flip a coin day today, so... Just flip a coin to make decisions, and uh, if you say, well, I don't have a coin, I don't carry change, well, that's the beauty of modern technology, is that Siri... Or A L E X A will flip a coin for you. Mm-hmm. So if you um, if you are so inclined, June is a new month. So in addition to uh, celebrating those specific things today, we can also uh, celebrate Aquarium Month. Oh yay! This be a good month to get your aquarium going. We have not an aquarium, but we have a. Or I don't know what it would be. He's a crustacearium. Be a terrarium. 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 There you go. Uh. Is this a good month for you to get your aquarium? No, it's or, too soon. Or too soon for that? Okay. Uh, I mean, we can't do it where we're at. Okay. Dairy month. It's dairy oh, month. Big fan. Yes. Big it is dairy fan. month. It's uh, great outdoors. You all were just talking about we dairy. We were actually just talking about dairy. Yeah. Uh, it's great outdoors month. It's national iced tea month. I had some good tea this weekend, too. It is uh, fishing week. It's also email week. Oh, no thanks. It's yeah. national gardening week. I get too much. Okay. The 3rd of June is World Bicycle Day. June 5th is Hot Air Balloon Day. D-Day is the 6th. Mm-hmm. The 7th is VCR Day. <laughs> the 10th is Flip Flop Day. Every day is Flip Flop Day. Yeah, in the summertime. <laughs> June 11th is National Corn on the Cob Day. 
We had some corn on the cob. Was it last Wednesday? It was. It was good. Yeah, it was Mama's. It was uh, my mother-in-law's uh, corn on the cob. Peaches and cream, is mm-hmm. that what it's called? It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the corn on the cob is good when no salt, no butter. <laughs> yes, just, it is. Just, straight, <laughs> just give it to me the way yep. God intended. Yep. The June June 12th is National Jerky Day. Now, I'm a little, I'm a little mm-hmm. saddened to see the dehydrator is going back to the extension office. <laughs> With I'm you sorry, when you yeah. leave today, I'm it's okay. It back, <laughs> I, I could have, I could have acted more quickly and pursued the jerky yes. opportunity. It's my fault, but I am just a little saddened to go. Okay, well, yeah. But the good news is, we can rent it again sometime mm-hmm. if yes, we you want. Can. Since we've proven our responsibility to rent it and return it, mm-hmm. then we will probably be granted additional renting opportunities. Yes, that is right. If we continue to exhibit said behavior. Uh, June 14th is Flag Day. June 16th is Fresh Veggies Day. But June 17th is Eat Your Vegetables Day. So, I so guess pick you, them and then eat them. That's <laughs> right. You procure them on the 16th. You eat them. Uh, vegetables at the farmer's market yes, there today? Are some. There were mm-hmm. some. There was some lettuce and onions Lettuce and, already. Yeah, well, lettuce is kind of a different types of lettuce are raised, you know, earlier, a, earlier on mm-hmm. in the year. So. From a produce standpoint, there have been a lot of strawberries, but yes. I didn't know if other stuff was coming yeah, along. it was. It is. All right, good. There will be some tomatoes here in the next few weeks if I've Ooh. seen some. Mm-hmm. June 18th, I moved a tomato plant around on the patio the other day. <laughs> I have four. Yeah. My granddad has some green. He, they'll be... I yeah. don't have any any babies on there yet, but okay. they're they're just the Tommy toes anyway mm-hmm. on the patio. So. June eighteenth is the National Hollering Contest Day. Oh, please keep that. Yeah, like hollering as in hollering at somebody. Yeah, or? well, there's an actual contest, National Hollering oh. Contest, where oh, you see okay. if you can out holler someone else. Sure. Father's Day is June nineteenth. Juneteenth is also June nineteenth, as you probably know. But Father's Day also happens to be National Kissing Day. Uh, the 20th is National Bald Eagle Day. June 21st is finally Summer Day. Mm-hmm. The summer longest solstice day of summer. Arrives. Yep. yep. Or longest day of the year. The June 24th is National Food Truck Day. June 27th is Sunglasses Day, also known as Every Day for me. Mm-hmm. June 28th is National is Paul Bunyan Day, so wear your flannel that day. Make <laughs> it a, like a, a flannel swimsuit. <laughs> or just get an ox named Babe. That way you don't have to worry about wearing flannel. It's an interesting time to have it. June 29th mm-hmm. is camera day, and June 30th is National Handshake Day. Do we still do that? I handshake. We still haven't. We still haven't. We're still having this that. month, handshake. Okay. Uh, I did see this headline that I, I had scheduled for the first segment, but didn't get to it. Twitter goes nuts after discovering that people in Sweden don't offer to their guests, don't offer food to their guests. So you know how social convention... Mm-hmm. Sheldon Cooper on the Big Bang Theory. He has a very strong social convention on if you know he's he's required to offer you a hot beverage. Yes. Uh, if you come into yes. his home, there are certain there are certain events that trigger. He must offer you this. Must yes. offer you that. Well, in Sweden, of they rank kind of the European countries and the European nations, Scandinavia in particular, are it is not customary to offer food to someone when they come to your home. It's like but, opposite of us. Mm-hmm. It says, I lived in Sweden for many years, and a friend told me when he'd go stay with his aunt as a kid, she would send the receipts for food and groceries back to his mom. Oh. So if she fed him, they expected to be reimbursed. Wow. But, I mean, if that's normal over there, yeah. 
you wouldn't know any different. Can but... you imagine pulling that con oh in the South, though? Oh, my you, like, goodness. Go to some Meemaw's <laughs> house in the South. Yes. <laughs> like, you're not going back to Mammals. I mean, I think about even even my friends. Okay, so when we have a, a gangle of boys come to my house to, you know, hang out with Jackson, <laughs> like, you're expected to feed. I buy extra because sure. I know I'm not going to have food left when they leave because they eat me out of house and home. Like, mm-hmm. that's just expected. Yes. I can't imagine oh. going, here's a receipt for your kid's food. You start <laughs> Sending Venmo requests yeah. to all their parents. I'm going to yeah. need seven seventy three from you. Well, but it's you return the favor when your That's kid right. goes to their house. They mm-hmm. eat too. It's just a you know. Yeah, apparently there's no reciprocal agreement in in Sweden. Wow. Here are the ten best and worst cities in America to raise a family. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but I'm going to give you the best and the worst. The best for families is Fremont, California. Ranked number one in health and safety, socioeconomics, pr- truly not regular economics because <laughs> have you seen the price of California? Just in general, the worst cities for families, Augusta, Georgia, Jackson, Mississippi, Shreveport, Louisiana, Fayetteville, North Carolina, Newark, New Jersey, San Bernardino, California, Birmingham, Alabama, Memphis, Tennessee, Cleveland, and Detroit. Hmm. Those are the worst. If you okay. are planning a vacation this year and more more particularly this summer. Be careful about posting photographs from your vacation, and here's maybe one reason you haven't considered. Part of it is do not telegraph to potential burglars or thieves that you're not home and your home may be unguarded. Uh, if If we ever have to socially say that we're not home for whatever reason, we always give thanks to our house sitter. Yes. Because we have one. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's just to say, hey, you know, we're not sitting ducks here. Mm-hmm. But here's something that has become more of a concern for people. Experts warn that people who post vacation snaps online could be left thousands of dollars out of pocket. This is because it could invalidate your insurance if your home is broken into while on vacation. Some insurers are saying you basically put a big sign in your front yard that yeah. says we're not home, come in and steal everything, well, and then they're holding people up on on settling burglary claims. Denying the claims. Interesting. Now, That's I don't, why I don't even put, even if I'm going somewhere in town and doing something with my kids, in t- or, you know, just even mm-hmm. around here, yep. I don't post anything until we get back because I don't want people to know, mm-hmm. you know. The more information you give people, the more they can, you know, mm-hmm. use it uh, against you. So that means this summer when you go down to, we touched on it yesterday and I've learned more, there's a new Mountain Dew Mountain Outpost in Mountain City, Tennessee. It is basically what will eventually turn into a Mountain Dew theme park. Mm. So we said yesterday oh they gosh. were they were <laughs> unveiling some new flavors of Mountain Dew. Oh. And they were going to be okay. putting it, they were going to be putting these new flavors in this Mountain Dew outpost. They have procured something called, they have basically taken over the Adventure Center at Doe Mountain in Mountain City, Tennessee, and they've rebranded it into a Mountain Dew outpost. They've okay. got a big fire tower lookout that you've they've got that you can climb. You can sample different Mountain Dew flavors. They've got a map of the area that you can hike. It's 8,600 acres. Okay. I was going to ask, is it like an ATV? Is it yep. a hike? I mean, is there's, it, they've got all, yeah. they've got zip line. Zip line. They've, there's the watchtower okay. on, on the paper that I've got here. So 
So they get you jazzed up with all the Mountain Dew. Get y'all and then jacked up on Mountain Dew. Yeah, and then send you out. Can, I would think the Mountain Dew outpost in Mountain City, Tennessee. I mean, I, you can like Mountain Dew. You can not like Mountain Dew. The Mountain Dew outpost has to be some of the best people watching in the world. Oh, oh could dear, you yeah. imagine? As somebody would say, you're amongst them there, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, the the Dear Tay family, <laughs> right? Yes, the, yes. The, the Dear Tay family <laughs> would drop what they were doing in every hill and holler around our great land known as the United States of America <laughs> and travel to Mountain City, Tennessee, just to take in all the beauty oh, and glory of the Mountain Dew Outpost. Yeah. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine (laughs) how many little kids with mullets are going to be dropped at the Mountain Dew Outpost (laughs) next to the fireworks stand? Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) All the whisker biscuits and all the... (laughs) All the flying memes and the hoosker do's and the hoosker don'ts. So I'm going to pull up in the parking lot at the Mountain Dew Outpost, and there will stand Joe Dirt right there. (laughs) He's going to be waving. There's like Freddie Farm Bureau at the State Fair. Joe Dirte will be waving at you when you pull into the parking lot. we got to get to a break. The water cooler question coming up. Your chance to win here on In the Know. If aircraft carriers ran on gasoline, they'd get about six inches to the gallon. Oh, wow. <laughs> so take a gallon of gasoline to propel an aircraft carrier a half a foot. You know, on that note, there, we were in Louisville this weekend and seeing the UPS planes and how massive they are in the air. And you're like, how slow they appear to be going. And you're like, how? How? <laughs> Is it amazing they stay airborne? Yes, yeah. that and just the fact that they are huge things that require a lot of fuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Once they get up to altitude, though, and kind of level out, yeah, it's, it's a little terrible. bit easier. They don't use a lot of fuel to land. No. That's, the, that's no. the important part Yes, as well. Here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. You're going to text the answer to the question. To 270-259-6000, I tell you, you can have either four tickets to Beach Bend, you can have two tickets to Holiday World, or two tickets to Kentucky Kingdom. So wherever your preferred travels would take you, there's your opportunity. But you're going to have to be the first person to correctly answer the water cooler question by texting 270 11% of people admit they are still at their current job because their boss allows them to do this. 11 out of 100 people admit they are still at their current job because their boss allows them to do this. What is it? 270-259-6000 is the number you text your answer to. I'll give you your chance to go on a little safari to a uh, regional theme park if you can be the person who correctly guesses. Or maybe it doesn't have to be a guess. It could just be an answer to the question. Because it might be you. All right, while those answers queue up, Disney Plus Day is returning in September. Disney has announced that September 8th will be their, uh, I guess, their second annual. They did it last year. They're doing it again. 
And it will be September 8th ahead of their D23 Expo. Disney Plus Day features announcements and new content from Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, National Geographic, uh, Star, and Disney projects on Disney Plus. This year, Disney Plus will host a special experience for fans and subscribers and preview such projects as the new live-action Pinocchio. I want to come back to Pinocchio in just a second. Previous Last year's Disney Plus event gave us sneak peeks at uh, Shanghai and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Jungle Cruise, Home Sweet Home Alone, Olaf Presents, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal, Enchanted and other projects. And now we're going to get a look at Pinocchio <laughs> live action. You, ma'am, are a big fan of Pinocchio. I am. How are you feeling about the live action? Pretty much the same as I feel about all of the live action. Okay. It's, it's mediocre. They're, they leave you underwhelmed? Yes. Do you, um, I think we, have you seen the live action of Beauty and the Beast more than the time we saw it at the cinema? Um, uh, Maybe a snippet, but okay. no, not really, no. That looks like to me Tom Hanks. It does, certainly. Tom Hanks is playing Geppetto. Oh. All right, so now I'm more interested. Hmm. Yeah, I just all of a sudden. But when it comes, I'm, I'm that way when it comes to books and songs, and I, I, I'm I'm a purist, I guess. Yeah. I like the the original stuff. Yeah, I, it just shows to movie making has come so far they can take these animated classics, these characters that really they just created with a pen, you know, an artiste drew and animated. And now they are, um, you know, able to bring them to life like they're, you know, just walking around amongst us. Mm-hmm. The flight attendant, Kaylee Cuoco, isn't currently on board for another season. She says the plane has landed. Now, I had to bail out after about the third episode on this. But have you watched both seasons of The Flight Attendant? I haven't finished the second season. Okay. And I, I'm just, my TV is it's stacked up. Yeah, it's backing up on you. Yes. Are, are Based upon what you know, do you think you're okay with? It coming to a conclusion um, probably. after Probably. There's only so many things you can do with that. All right. Uh, going over our answers here. Yeah, still no correct answer of the several we've received. The question is, 11 out of 100 people admit they are still at their current job because their boss allows them to do this. What is it? Text the answer to 270-259-6000. Yellowstone is the highest rated scripted series for the 2021-2022 season. Does that surprise you? No, not, not at, all. at all. Doesn't surprise me. What it does surprise me a little bit about is that NCIS on CBS has dropped to fifth with 11 million people. Yellowstone is at third. NFL Sunday Night Football is at one. NFL Thursday Night Football is at two. Yellowstone is at three. NFL Monday Night Football is at four. And then NCIS is at number five. Do you think that that is some indication? Is that about Yellowstone, or is that the fact that Mark Harmon is no longer a weekly fixture on NCIS? I think it's a combination of both. Combination of both. Yeah. I would yeah. agree because he he's it's just not the same without him. No, but it's not. He's kind of like the furniture. You just expect him to be there, mm-hmm. and when he's not, it's like, hey, wait a minute, something is different here. Yeah. So. Anyway, no correct answer still yet on the water cooler questions. You continue to try during the break. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Uh, this or that. Real quick. All right. So uh, 
being overdressed or underdressed at a party? Which would you prefer Ooh, to be? Over, over. For overdressed. Uh, Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Netflix. Ice cream or snow cone? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're talking about. Ice cream. No. I mean, I like, well, I like ice cream, but snow cone would probably do me better. Yeah. I'm, depends on the day you just how made, hot it is. You just made the Cook family's day by saying snow cone. <laughs> by saying shaved ice. <laughs> uh, swimming or sunbathing? Oh, sun. Yeah. Give me sun. Can you sunbathe while floating on a yeah, raft? Heck yeah. Yeah. Does that count? There we go. Okay. Uh, phone call or text? Text. See, I, I, I talk on the phone a lot. I mean, I do too, but I mean, if, if and it depends on what it is. If I, I just need information about something, just send me a text message. Though, I'm usually if I need to have driving. A conversation. Yeah. Having less work to do or more work that you actually enjoy doing? Less. Okay. Mm. Cake or pie? Pie. Pie. Laundry or dishes? Laundry. Uh, All day long. Dishes, probably. <laughs> if you're, uh, if you are, wait a minute, man, let's see, make sure I got it. I'm going to go back late now. Um, uh, go back to the early entries. If your number ends in 7981, 7981, you knew the correct answer to the water cooler question was come in late. I had leave early, come, come in late. Come in late <laughs> is the correct answer to the water cooler question. So congratulations to 5981. Cool. You uh, you are the big winner for today. I ran across a, across a list. We were talking about the Mountain Dew Outpost. <laughs> yeah. The Mountain Dew Outpost. I ran across a list of uh, characteristics of the IT guy at the Mountain Dew Outpost. Oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. The guy who runs the IT department at the Mountain Dew Outpost, his monitor is up on a concrete block. (laughs) Okay. At his desk. His printer paper has tobacco stains (laughs) on it. (laughs) The four front keys of his keyboard have rotted out. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, His password is hunting. Hunting. <laughs> hunting. Not hunting. Hunting. No, hunting. And without the apostrophe. His CPU has a gun rack mount. The keyboard is camouflaged. And he calls his mouse a critter. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I do move, like that. I'm gonna start one. calling my mouse <laughs> a critter. The, yeah. Move the pointer around <laughs> yeah. with a critter that uh, is the profile of the IT director. At the new Mountain Dew Outpost in Mountain City, Tennessee, I'll have to look up after the show where Mountain Dew Mountain City is. Uh, sad to tell you that Owen Brown has fallen in two sets in his uh, round of sixteen match against the number three seed Eli Wood. Uh, congratulations on a great season for Owen. He did battle to a six four loss in set one, but lost in six games in set number two. So getting to the round of sixteen though is a tremendous accomplishment yes. and the first uh, first male player from Grayson County High School to earn a seed in the state tennis tournament. So congratulations on a great season for him. Disappointed, but uh, knew that he was an underdog going into that, but uh, had a big challenge and at least did squeak out four games in that first set. On television tonight, so you think you can dance? The third round of auditions begin. Master Chef on Fox audition battles continue. 
And on Bravo, the series premiere of The Real Housewives of Dubai. That's interesting. Huh. It now, strikes me as odd. I mean, I kind of yeah. get, okay, New House, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. All right, I kind of got that. New York, all right. Uh, Atlanta, all right, I can kind of understand that. New Jersey, all right. But Housewives in Dubai. Housewives in Dubai. You uh, you don't watch any of the, the 90 day stuff. So, and I do. I would be interested in that because there are so many, um, well, all of them travel from somewhere else, right, to do the 90-day. So I would be interested in Dubai. But Th- do you, it's a wealthy area. It's a very wealthy area, but are is this where they're still trying to suppress women's rights and liberties and yeah, it would be what they get to, to go see. out in public and do and I drive and all those things? That's why I thought it might be. Well, the top I think the girl, uh, one of the winners from Breckenridge County is in that season, too. Really? I think so. Neat. Mm-hmm. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1813, the mortally wounded commander of the USS Chesapeake, Captain James Lawrence, gave the order, don't give up the ship, kind of become a famous mantra. In 1533, Anne Boleyn, the second wife of King Henry VIII, was crowned as Queen Consort of England. In 1792, Kentucky became the 15th state. My old Kentucky home to you. Now, bad news, in 1796, Tennessee became the 16th state. <laughs> but we're four years older. Our statehood is four years older than Tennessee, so pfft, take that. <laughs> I'm probably not getting any free passes to Mountain Dew Outpost. Probably not. The Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's album was released this date in 1967. In 1980, Cable News Network, CNN made its debut this date in 1980. Uh, the Twitter account, at Kenny, not Kenny Rogers last night, uh, tweeted, uh, CNN would have been 42. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. Um, birthdays today, Pat Boone is 88. Morgan Freeman is 85. Ronnie Dunn is 69. Lisa Hartman Black is 66. Heidi Klum is 49. Alanis Morissette is 48. Oh, wow. Brandy Carlisle is 41. Amy Schumer is 41. Gone but not forgotten. Brigham Young in 1801. Andy Griffith in 1926. Marilyn Monroe in 1926. I didn't know Andy Griffith and Marilyn Monroe were born on the same day. Didn't know that either. <laughs> uh is there anything major going on? We talked about Farmer's Market. Is there yeah. anything you've got to tell us about about the Extension Office before you go? Well, uh, 4-H's are at camp. I saw some on, of those great pictures yeah, this morning. Yeah, so they're, they're camping this week, and I think they're having a blast from what all pictures I've seen. Uh, and so that's great. There's a few things going on. I'm going to start a gardening lunch and learn series uh, in mid-June. It'll be every other week. And then there is a small room in it class on Tuesday, I think, uh, the whatever the 15th not next week but the week after next i can't get my dates if, um, if you need but it's on the facebook page it's on our website if you've got questions you can give us a call if you need an assistant with a green thumb yeah she's sitting to your right <laughs> she has the green one of the greenest thumbs i know probably greener than mine mine is uh while i'm in agriculture i'm not necessarily a green thumb. you need somebody to fill some pots up with dirt she's your gal right there i mean she i may have to carry them around to the potting area but by golly she can load them up <laughs> yep here's today's chart toppers this date in 1951 the weavers number one on top of old smoky on top of old smoky all covered with snow Sorry, it has to be cheese. That's right. I lost right. my poor meatball yep. when somebody sneezed. Everybody knows that. Right. 
so much more fun. That's right. Here we go. To 1960, the Everly Brothers and Kathy's Clown. So like the Reba version. Oh, I forgot Reba did yeah. that. Yeah. 1969, the Edwin Hawkins Singers and Oh Happy Day. Okay, let's go to 1978, the Statler Brothers, number one. Don't you know you are my sunshine? It's no flowers on the wall, but it's darn good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go to 1987. You two, number one. I wish I liked this song because of the significance uh, of friends, yeah. but I, I just. Listen, that is a, in, to use friends parlance, that is a hard pivot. From the Statler Brothers to you two, yes, it is. in yes, just it ten is. years' time. Pivot. I'm not a fan of you two either. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I know. It, I just pivot. No. 1996, <laughs> Brooks and Dunn, number one. It's crazy. By the way, uh, Kix Brooks is now hosting American Country Countdown. At uh, 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoons here on uh, 103.9 The Moose. Mm-hmm. All right. If you're uh, looking for Seven more Kicks Brooks in your life. You Kelly Clarkson behind these hazel eyes. Number one in 05. Between her and Kelly Clarkson, are they probably the two most successful American Idol? I don't know. I, can't, I don't keep up with them. Between her and Carrie Underwood? Well, but, but the, yeah. well, not between the two. Like, both of them combined. Oh, I think yeah, that, yeah. To, yeah, and then this song is now eight years old. John Legend's All of Me was number one this date in 14. Whitney, thanks for coming in. Yep. Good, yes. to, good to see you, you as always. And uh, thanks for taking that dehydrator. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Anytime. <laughs> thanks, for being the, thanks for being the courier. <laughs> MB's Brola Wisdom for today. A hungry stomach, an empty wallet, and a broken heart can teach the best lessons in life. A hungry okay. stomach, an empty wallet, and a broken heart can teach the best lessons in life. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here next time for another edition of our show. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. See you back here next time for another edition of 